0: Hey, it's your Kali! What's up? up, up, up? Warning,
1: warning, warning! warning.
0: You are about to listen to facts, stories, interviews, gossip, and much more fascinating things that will be so stunning, there's a possibility that your mind will blow.
2: This show will
0: start... 5... 4... 3... 2...
3: One. Hey, what's up, guys? We are the Yolo Kali Pop-Up Youth Radio, live from the YAS Fest 2018. I'm Camila. I'm Melissa. And I'm Jocelyn. So, guys, Melissa, would you like to tell us what YAS Fest is? You know, because Melissa got them receipts.
4: Ya's Fest is a youth artist showcase. It's a celebration of young artists in Chicago featuring... Young artists in Chicago featuring teen artists such as dance, theater, music, spoken word, visual arts. This year, Ramamani also announced that this year was um, the Creative Youth, and it celebrates the artistic abilities of youth today.
3: And the youth is really, 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 really important Um, For numerous facts, you know the youth, you know, we have new ideas each and every day We are able to do, um, you know, very um, creative things because we think very creatively Care to disagree? No. And the silence proves it all So one of the things that like people Kind of wonder is what's like in the mindset of a youth or what are some facts about youth, right? And I remember talking to Principal Rogers from World Language High School. You already know. And he was telling us how um, the teens don't really know how to process things. And then when he first told us, I was like, what do you mean we don't know how to process things, you know? And he's like, well, you guys tend to communicate differently, you know? You guys live in an era of, like, text messages and FaceTime and all of that fun stuff, you know? And you guys don't really know how to interact face to face and I would like to point out that he didn't even have to be that loud (laughs) because it's kind of true
4: yeah also that he also mentioned that we need sleep we need sleep and he's been saying like oh I agree with starting school later so like we could be more concentrated on our work
3: I do like the idea of starting school later but like coming out late yeah
4: I'm not for that that's
3: not really the move for me you know <laughs> so but yeah I thought it was really interesting cause like I I kind of have to agree with him cause it's like I feel really awkward when I meet a person for the first time face to face rather than through a text message and
4: through text message it's so different cause I feel like you feel more confident texting than in real life
3: yeah and you get to think more about like what you what you want to say yeah you have you have time to process it, and then we were like, we do know how to express ourselves. We do. He's like, really? How? And we're like, emojis. Emojis. <laughs> like that's how we, you know, communicate with one another. Even though that might not be our exact reaction then and there, but like, I think that counts as communication. I beg to differ on that.
4: Yeah, I don't agree. No. With what? No. With emojis. Yeah, like, no. yeah, no. Yeah, no. I mean, sometimes they work, but sometimes they are just really confusing. But when so. do you really use emojis? Um, Almost every day. I don't. I don't use them you at all. You don't use emojis no, at all? I don't use it. I'm
3: old school. I use that semicolon. Semicolon. And the, <laughs> in the, in the MySpace days. <laughs> Even though we weren't alive from MySpace, I think. We were alive.
4: We were children. Okay, but
3: we weren't really on it. We were children. But we weren't really on it. <laughs> like, we weren't about that. You know, I was still playing with my Monster High dolls. And my best dolls. Your Brad dolls, you know. But, yeah, there's, like, a lot of differences between teens back then and teens now.
4: Yeah,
3: but I think because of
4: the form of technology that we have today.
3: Yeah, and I feel like today's teens are a little more aware about what's going on. Because yeah. like we have all of these resources that are there for us in the touch of our fingers. Mm-hmm. Well, back then, mm-hmm. newspapers were like really boring to some people. So yeah, that's one thing I'd have to say. Well, we'll come back with some more awesome um, why teens are so important. And we're also going to interview some of the awesome that are here in YAS Fest today. I just sound so much louder. I could hear that already. Oh hi. What's up? Okay. So we're gonna play a song. This is River from Bishop Briggs. Personally, I really like the song. It gets me in a very like dancy mood, if you will. And yeah, we'll be right back with some more. let don't forget that you guys are listening to the Yolo pop-up youth radio at the live at the YAS Fest 2018. So here with me I have what's your group called? Uh, our group is called the uh, Major 7 Minus One from Guitars Over Guns. Guitars Over Guns that's cool and what organization do you guys like are with? Do you guys know your organization? Like, who's with you? Who started it? Uh, Guitars over guns. Guitars over guns. And what's that about?
1: What's that about? What's Guitar over guns about?
3: Come a little closer to the mic, or whatever. Well, I really, me and Melissa peeped their performance a little bit. You know, I really liked um, your sound. I think it's really cool. What type of sound do you guys think you guys play? Like, what's your genre, as some would say?
1: Genre?
3: Classic rock. Classic rock. That's cool. And um, are there any artists that you guys get inspired from? Any, like, music? Like musical inspirations that you incorporate in your music? The Beatles. The Beatles. Melissa likes the Beatles. The Beatles in yeah. my heart, yes. In her heart. That's really cool. And um, how long have you guys been a part of, like, how long has this group been, been together for?
4: Some of us has, have been in the program for, like, three years. I've been in the program for two years.
3: Cool, really cool, really cool stuff. And uh, do you guys mind saying what instruments each and one of you guys play?
1: um,
3: I'm Diana and I sing. Singing.
5: I'm Ricardo and I play the bass. The
3: bass,
6: nice. Uh, My name
5: is Javier and I play keyboard. Keyboard.
7: Uh, My name is Karina and I play ukulele and drums.
3: Wow. Wow.
8: My name is Yelena, and I play the drums.
3: Nice. And how long have you guys like played those instruments for? Like, have you guys since you guys started the program, or was it more like when you, you guys um, have been like playing that since like you guys were little?
2: I started playing the bass uh, when I joined the program.
3: Nice.
4: Awesome. Like when I when I started the program. That's cool.
7: Um, Well, I started playing a like when I joined the program four years ago. Four years ago?
4: Um, Well, I always sing by myself and I never really opened up until I
9: came here.
5: (laughs) Uh, I was asked to join by my teacher and then I've
10: just been playing ever since.
3: That's really cool. And do you guys like, do you guys travel a lot or do you guys stay mostly in the city?
7: Well, we stay in the city, but we have played all over the city, like we played, some, some of us played in Concord Music Hall, oh. um, Beats, Ki- uh, Beats Kitchen, they, some of us played in U- the United Center, Whoa. White Sox Park. Yeah.
3: That's really good, congratulations on that man, that's really cool. And what do you guys think is important about your program, like what do you guys, like do you think that it's really important for the youth, what's your input on that?
2: Uh, Well, our program, uh, it helps us uh, join together more and uh, help us to, uh, like, be more emotional on how to show it and
11: uh, to help us learn Um, more and grow.
3: So, like a coping mechanism in a way. Yeah. That's really cool. And um, what's something that has really, like, impacted you from this program?
5: Well, uh, before I started,
2: uh, I wasn't, like, uh, outgoing. I was mm-hmm. always, like, introvert, and uh, after I joined this program, I have learned to uh, be happy with my confidence,
0: and now I'm more of me- uh, an extrovert.
3: That's nice. What about you, lovely ladies? Um,
7: well, yeah, like how he said, when I was younger, I wasn't as confident as I am now. Now, mm-hmm. like, I get to show who I really am. Like, I'm more open to the world. That's really nice. What about you? Um, well, definitely, I had stage fright um, before I joined this program, and with this program, it—I it, mean, it, it helps. It has helped me to boost my confidence, and you know, I'm very, very thankful to have to have great friends be, uh, beside me. That's nice.
6: It's gotten me more into music.
3: That's great.
7: I guess same here with everybody.
4: I've always been that shy person that doesn't talk to anybody. But after coming to um, this program, it really helped me open up to
3: people,
4: and well, now I sing. So
3: yeah. That's great. That's really cool. And do you guys like see each other very often? Like, how often do you guys meet?
2: Uh, well, we usually met like once a week. Once a week. Or more. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, After school started, we haven't been able to see each other, but
3: Mm -hmm.
0: now we're able to see each other now. That's
3: really cool. Well, really good job today. It was really good having you guys here, and, you know, keep it up. I really, this was nice. All right. So next we're going to be playing rough song, Thank You, Lucky Stars, from Beach House. Oh guys don't forget that you guys are listening to the yolokali pop-up youth radio live from the Yaz fest 2018 and with us we have
8: esperanza hi 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 so tell us about yourself um so i'm currently a sophomore and i go to chicago high school for the arts And um, the program I'm working with is 86 Chicago, Mm -hmm. and I've been with them since third grade. Whoa. Yeah, it's been a long time, and that's kind of like my second home, and Mm -hmm. they're really fun there and just really amazing. So you came out with a
3: book.
8: (laughs) That's crazy. Tell us about that a little bit. So the book is called The Compendium, and it's uh, a book they make every year, and they put like the best pieces of writing from that whole school year. Mm
1: -hmm. And
8: they chose one of my pieces of writing from when I was in fifth grade and it's really fun to like go back and read it and see like oh is it what I wrote and like see how I can improve it. Mm. So what you wrote was like poetry Um, was it I wrote a short story about okay, so we had a real little writing prompt and we made a collage (laughs) and we had to write a story based off of it and mine was about like flame keepers, people working with like fire and stuff like that. That's really cool. Would you like to read it to us maybe? Sure. It's kind it's not really long, it's kinda long. Mm -hmm. No, you're fine.
3: No, it's okay, yeah, it's fine. but that's crazy. A sophomore already has something published. That's really <laughs> good. That's yeah. really cool. Okay, uh-huh.
8: right. it's really old, so sorry, it's kind of bad. No, it's okay. Okay, once there were four men who were part of the Flame Keepers. The first was an officer whose name was Reynold. The second was a glassmaker named Quinton. The third was a firefighter named Ron, and the last was an engineer named Raj. They met every Monday, Thursday, and Friday. They didn't meet in an ordinary place, but inside a cave deep in the calm of the woods where the trees seemed to reach the sky, each time they met, they made a new item. The messenger brought those items to the village, and every time they made, sold fast, yet no one knew who made the items. When one of the four men were questioned, they pretended to know nothing, even though they all knew the truth. One day, while the four men were walking to the cave, a village man followed them. Unaware of the men, the flame keepers continued the journey. When they arrived, the man was astonished at what he saw. There were shelves and shelves and shelves of glass. The glass was sharp enough to prick a finger at the lightest touch. The man ran back to the village to tell everyone what he had seen, and they were in shock and awe. The next day, many village men ran to the flamekeeper's hideout. They, too, were amazed. With no one around, they took what they thought looked the most expensive. One man knew it was wrong, though, and he didn't flee the cave when the rest of the the village men did. Instead, he waited for the flamekeepers behind a crate that smelled of polished furniture. When they came back, the men quickly told them what had happened. At first, they were mad and yelled loudly, but then they calmed down and breathed. They were worried and didn't know where to go or what to do. Now that they had been found, they feared that more men would come to take more of their pl- precious glass. The next day, the flamekeepers had no choice but to move on. It took all day to pack up their belongings, but they did it. Nobody knows where the flamekeepers are today. Rumor has it that they live under the light of the stars, but we do know that they now have a fifth member, the Loyal
3: Man. Wow.
8: wow that's great. Thank
3: you. And at what grade did you write that again? Fifth grade. That's really impressive.
4: I could barely write my name in fifth grade. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, like, what, how did this idea come about? Like, what was your writing process?
8: I know it was in fifth grade and you probably don't remember, <laughs> but, like. Uh, Normally when I start writing a story, I kind of like, I just sit there for a couple minutes and try to think, like, what can I write about? And sometimes it just comes like that, or sometimes it takes a couple of minutes. But I'll write down stuff that, like, I've seen and maybe try to incorporate that into my Mm -hmm. stories and stuff like that. That's really cool. Thank you. And um,
3: as you were writing this, did it ever occur to you that it was going to, like, get published or you already knew?
8: Um, I didn't know. It was just a writing prompt for the tutoring writing Mm -hmm. and I just wrote it for fun and I kind of just wanted to get it over with because I didn't really like it. Um, And then a couple months later they told me that it was going to be published in the compendium. That's
3: really really cool. And what
8: was your reaction to that? Um, I was really happy. 'Cause they told us how not a lot of people get put into it and it's really special. Wow. So when they told me I was gonna be in it, I was showing everybody and telling them like this is gonna be in it, like come read it and I was really excited.
3: That's really cool. And um how were your parents' reactions? Because I knew if I went to my parents like something's getting published, they would have been like so happy. What was their reaction to that?
8: Uh, my mom, I told my mom first and she was so excited and she was like like taking pictures of me holding the book and telling everybody <laughs> and just like sending it to everybody. Now she was really excited, and my dad was like surprised, and he didn't like he, w- he didn't really know what it was about. But when I showed it to him, he was so proud and everything.
3: That's so good. And um,
8: kind of going away from that, what does your what what's your program like? What do you guys do? Um, so 86 Chicago is an after-school program designed for first through eighth or twelfth graders. Sorry, um, and we have a variety of like after-school tutoring or writing workshops. And we're a free program so anybody can join. And we've been there. We have 86 tribes from all ac- across the world mm-hmm. in different places. And it's very fun to go to. Everyone's so kind there.
3: What's like your favorite memory from that program that you would say?
8: Oh, wow. Um, I think. No, I think it's probably when we had um, our first like chapbook reading Mm -hmm. and everyone was there and we were all just like talking about how we felt and reading our stories and it was really fun to like hear everybody read what they had written and everyone was like really supportive of one another and it was just really nice. Do you guys usually like, do you guys usually do things like in the city or do you guys like travel around? Um, We normally do things in the city but sometimes um, they'll give certain students like opportunities to branch out and try new things. Like I know that with me, they um, nominated me to be a rising star and I got in and I was like a big event. It was really fun and nice. What's a rising star? So it's called the rising star award and (laughs) yeah. And um, it's like a year round thing and it's like you have to be nominated to join. You can't just like apply yourself Mm -hmm. and 86Tri nominated me. And it was like a long process. You had to like fill an application, and if they thought that you had made change and had like done stuff to make change around here, that you would become like one of the rising stars. So I did that last year, and it was so fun to like see everybody. And they call it like the inaugural. Like we are now a part of this world, and we're like going out there and making change.
3: That's really good. Congratulations. That's crazy. Thank you. Any questions that you guys have for her?
4: you were in fifth grade like that's crazy to know that like at that age you're getting published
3: (laughs) and it kind of shows like how the youth is so involved like she was a fifth grader and she was like already involved in the community yeah this proves a point
4: like youth is important because it's the future and obviously yeah it creates change
3: what do you think about the youth like what's your input on that
8: um i feel like with the youth we're kind of like underestimated people think that mm-hmm. we're just kind of obsessed with ourselves and like the technology that we have but i feel like we're the voices of tomorrow so our voice matters what we do matters and it's not really like i feel like it shouldn't be the the adults doing everything since we are the future we should be Wait. the ones out there yes.
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
4: I love
8: it. Well, thank
3: you so much, Esperanza, for coming along. You are a doll.
8: <laughs> and where's what's the book called again? And where can people read it? Um, it's called the Eighty Six Chai Compendium, Volume Five. And you can find them like in libraries or like at Eighty Six Chai store. Well, there
3: you have it. Thank you so <laughs> thank much. Thank thank you. You. We'll be right back with more interviews. And right now, we're gonna be playing CRB by Kuko.
1: street
9: in my CRV, picking up my homies in my CRV, kicking it with my booth in my CRV, riding down the street in my Honda SUV. Riding down the street in my CRV, picking up my homies in my
6: CRV, kicking it with my booth in my CRV, riding
11: down the street in my Honda SUV. I look like a mom in my CRV. Flex it on your friends in my CRV. Got like five seats in my CRV for my
2: whole crew in my CRV. Got my whole gang
11: in my CRV. Got the groceries in my CRV. I got no gang in my CRV. I'm so average in my CRV. Riding down the street in my
6: CRV, picking up my homies in my CRV, kicking with my booting in my CRV, riding down the street in my Honda SUV, riding down the street in
9: my CRV, picking up my homies in my CRV, kicking with my booting.
4: Hey, what's up, guys? Um, we're at Yolo Pop Papa Beef Radio, uh, broadcasting live from Yaz Fest 2018. And we have one of the creators, creators the big guns, <laughs> with us right now. So, why don't you introduce yourself, please?
12: So, I'm Mark Kelly, I'm the Commissioner for Cultural Fears and Special Events. And is it Yaz Fest or Yaz Fest?
9: Yaz! Yaz! Yaz. <laughs> Yaz. Okay, I think it's
12: both, maybe.
3: Yes. Yes.
12: Y- yas. 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 Yas.
3: It's, like, it's like somebody just told you some good news and you're like, Yas. Yas. Yes. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or how
12: about yes, and you're yes Yes.
3: And you're yesen.
12: I'm yesen. I'm yesen. yes
3: Yeah. I'm yesen. yes I, I, I'm yes okay. I mean, it's more used for like, when there's like, when somebody's doing something good and it's like, Appreciation. Yes. It's like, yeah, Yas!
12: Yas! yeah, Yas!
3: sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, tell us, like, how did Yaz Fest come about? Like, what was the planning like?
12: Well, this is uh. The year of creative youth 2018 um, last year was the year of public art mm-hmm. and actually Yola Cauley was involved in, in 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 that year of public art with yeah. a couple of new murals that we helped fund and support yeah. and we pushed public art throughout the city and so i thought what what should follow the year of public art and what impressed me about so many of the public art creations is our youth our creative youth were creating them so let's do a year of creative youth let's do a Year to put a spotlight on our youth, uh, all the organizations that support them taking a creative path, Mm
3: -hmm. and then if we're
12: going to do it, there's got to be there's got to be the big bang, the big event,
3: yes, and it's
12: got to be in Millennium Park. Yes, 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 yes. Why is is youth so important now? Yeah. Well, youth is always important. You know, like there's never a time when youth isn't important, but but. What a better way for youth to develop, there is no better way than the creative path. It doesn't mean you're gonna be an artist, but it means you channel yourself, you're inspired, you bring your passion, you get your grit, you you have fun, you you work with other people, Mm -hmm. and and that's, I hope, becomes the future of Chicago, that that more and more youth take the creative path. So one of our taglines for this year was born creative every every kid is creative Mm -hmm. and then somehow we and who we is I'm not sure but we push it out of kids like somehow how does it get lost in so many kids when it's where joy we all want to create we all we're all curious we're all passionate and if we just let our youth be who they are let them be it and 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 put a spotlight on them there'll be that ever more. And
3: look at you, look at, look at you.
12: <laughs> you're doing it, you're yazzing. Yes.
3: <laughs> yeah, where do you see the youth in today's society? Where Where do you think they're placed at? Do you think they're underappreciated? Do you think they get their recognition? What's your input on that?
12: I think it's all over the place. I mean, generally underappreciated, generally not offered enough opportunities and encouraged just to go at it, throw out the rules. You know, really, what I, what I want every youth to do is just to grab a creative form and then work at it. Yeah. I, wh- whether, whether it's as a radio announcer, whether it's as a writer, a poet, whether it's developing your beats, your instrument, your voice, your ideas, but just go at something and go hard. And, and so we, we need to do a better job of encouraging our youth, offering more opportunities. So this is gonna be a yearly festival, right? i
0: hope
12: so i hope this just builds energy every year the first year this was sort of hard to put together a lot of people were like huh what what what's it gonna be uh i don't know but it's now developed there's joy here today and then we're gonna get a we're gonna there's gonna be a buzz, like, hey, you gotta be at this thing. You, you know, we gotta yeah. be seen. We gotta we gotta bring we gotta bring it. We gotta yaz yes it at Yazfest.
3: Yes <laughs> yes. Um Yazin. Yes. I think you just invented a new slang word.
12: Yasin, and yes. Yeah. I'm I'm yaz. Yes. I'm yaz yes is the opposite of of I'm cool. I'm cool sort of is like, you know, I'm laid back. <laughs> I'm I'm just I'm just drifting. I'm I'm okay. But I'm yes to me means I'm on it. I'm in it. Yes. I'm doing it. yes.
3: <laughs> and um, talking about Yaz, yes, like where did this name come from?
12: Well, so the the original name of this festival was oh I just saw it <laughs> was the Creative um, Art Showcase. Uh, and I'm like, folks, you got to have an attitude. That can't be the name. That's what it's about. That describes it. But it's got to have a Gotta have juice, mm-hmm. yeah. so I pulled together the interns at DK so all the 17, 18, 19, 20 year olds and said, Give me a name, give me a kick ass name that's gonna work. And they came back and said, It's, it's Yaz, yes. and I said, Yes, yes. Yes. yes, yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> so the youth created Yaz, yep. the name Yaz. Yep. Well, look at that, isn't that ironic? <laughs>
12: Oh, no, it's not ironic. It's it's rightful. It's, it's, it's what it should be. You know, this is your festival. You need to mm-hmm. own it, just like you're owning the mics today. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and when it came to, like, planning, was there, like, was it all youth involved? Or was it more like you guys incorporated their opinions?
12: It was a whole bunch of things. Uh, going forward, now that the youth see it, they're going to own it. But we put out a call to all the the creative youth organizations saying, what do you want to do? Every organization went at that in different ways. Some involved their teens, you know, what are we gonna do? Um, uh, Part of it is just bringing the creative energy. So Tip Fest has has been around for a couple years where teens audition around park districts across the city and then the best were in Grant Park, but no one really saw it because it was sort of invisible. We bring Mm -hmm. Tip Fest into uh, Millennium Park I think there'll be a couple thousand people there in the next couple of hours. Yeah, uh, that's great. Checking that out, be, yeah.
3: the out the talent. That's really great. And, um, dang, I have no more questions.
4: Basically answered all of them. Basically yeah.
3: answered all of them. That's crazy.
4: I mean, I have one question. Okay. If you could give other adult figures advice to let their teens explore um, their own creation, what would it be?
12: Push them, encourage them, demand it, expect it, but let them be theirs. Don't tell them what form to take. Let let them just grab a form and encourage them and let them go at it. Because you, you got to own it. You can't it can't be what the adults want,
1: mm-hmm.
12: right? It, yeah. Just just yeah. like you know, it, it has to be what what inspires you. All that all that matters is you get to grab a form and and then and then you go at it and then th- that it becomes magic because there's no better way to become strong to develop the grit and discipline to be ready for the next challenges to be fearless um, to just to go at it like wow i just did that i can do that i'm going to do more of that <laughs> or wow i didn't do it i, I got to go i, I got to go harder i got to do or
3: yes i did that yeah yes, I did that. yes. <laughs> Well, I think that's a good way to kind of end this interview. Thank you so much for yeah, joining us.
12: My pleasure. Go yes it up.
3: Yes. 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 So next we're gonna be we're gonna be playing "Summertime High Time" by Kukos. What's up? It's the Yolo Pop-Up Youth Radio here live at the Chicago Yazz Fest
10: 2018.
3: 2018. yeah, yeah.
10: Yeah, yeah.
3: And here with us we have... Hi, I'm
10: uh, Elsa Concepcion. Mm-hmm. I work with Community TV Network. Nice. And what's that about? So Community TV Network is an organization based in Bucktown, and we um, take in youth from all around Chicago, and we even have programs that are closer to the south or north side. And um, uh, we teach them video production skills. So focus is exposure, white balance, you know, we make documentaries, movies, things like that. That's really cool. And what do you have to like, what are the requirements to be in that program? So um, basically it's entry level. You can know nothing and we'll, you can come in and we'll uh, teach you. The only requirement really is your age, so you can start uh, the summer before high school, and then the last time you can be in our program is the last summer after high school.
3: Nice, nice, nice. And how long have you
10: been a part of the program for? So I've been a part of the program since 2015. Um, I used to only do summers, but this is my first and last, unfortunately. Aww. Aww. Really? This is Really? Yeah, this is my first uh, full semester uh, mm-hmm. So I'm gonna do summer, spring, and fall and then um, I was I started in 2015 And then I was essentially promoted to be an intern for community TV network So now I produce and uh, edit and make a youth TV show Wow! Um, wow that's yeah. great. And what's the show called uh, hardcover. hardcover hardcover and what's that about so I um, essentially it's a compilation of everything that all of our classes make mm-hmm. um it used to be it's been on since the 80s wow.
13: and it used to be a
10: lot more customi- customized and we're working to make it like that again but um for now it's a lot it's a compilation kind of theme-based episodes of everything that all of our youth has been making and then um we actually have an upcoming uh custom episode called it's for spanish heritage month and we're going to be talking about desi arnaz you know i love lucy old school hispanic oh, guy yeah. you know <laughs> and then also diane guerrero uh yeah. orange is the new black Maritza, you know yeah so uh, it's really cool yeah and we're going to be in interviewing you know someone that came from mexico and you know talking about how she got here what were her dreams you know is the american dream real and like does this program run for, like,
3: After School Matters? Yeah. A, it's an ASM program? Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. And where can we find this documentary when it's done or if it's already done?
10: So, I don't The actual episode should be airing the, I think, 3rd of October. Mm-hmm. Um, if not the 3rd, then the 13th. Oh, the 2nd. She, yeah. So, um... It should be airing the 2nd of october um october. if we get a delay maybe the other week and then um it will be aired first on uh can tv channel 19 on comcast mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also have a youtube channel so the day after so october 3rd we, it would go up on our youtube channel and what's your oh, youtube channel hardcover um, okay. It's easier to look for Community TV Network and then in the suggested channels we're there because we don't have a lot of subscribers. Yeah. <laughs> so Well, if you guys are listening, you guys better subscribe. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Notification
4: <laughs> bell too.
3: Yes. whatever. Oh, so and kind of backing away from that, um, what is your opinion on youth of
10: today? How is the youth impactful? Well, I mean, as an example, we'll just say March for Our Lives. That was youth made you know yeah, um, as much as adults want to say that we're not impactful to try to invalidate our experiences and our feelings just because oh we're just kids mm-hmm. well there's a reason we said we're gonna vote you out sure we can't do it now but we will um and cool. there's even i yeah, love it there's even a, there's a movement to lower the voting age to 16 you know so I support yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I even have my own vices. Like, I know some of my peers, but some of my peers will be dumb. But like, at least local local elections, because that's what affects us.
1: Mm. You know, so
10: it's like you want to talk crap and be an adult saying that we don't have a say in what's happening. I mean, who's the people that's getting shot in schools? Yeah, yeah.
3: And do you feel like youth are underestimated, or or what's your view on
10: that? Definitely, we're under. We are so underestimated. because we're just kids like we are quote unquote just kids and that's like the blanket thing that a lot of adults kind of say they're like oh you're just a kid what do you care how do you feel about it Mm -hmm. and I think the amazing thing is is there's adults like you know obviously your guys this program has someone who's mentoring you because they don't believe you're just kids my like executive director made uh Denise DiCardi she made CTVN because we're not just kids She won't, you know, we want to hear the voices of our youth. Mm -hmm. And because that's important. We're the ones, this earth is also ours, not just adults, you know? So it's nice that there's mentors that see that. There's not just the big old guy on like, or girl, you know, there's women with that. But (laughs) there's not the big old person up up there saying, oh, you're just a kid. Yeah. Mm And so there's also a lot of adults that see us as youth and they're like, I see something in you. I believe in you. I'm going to help you. Word. I love
3: that. I love work. Word, word. <laughs> I honestly think that's great. I mean, yeah. honestly, that was like a really good way to like end this interview. It's like it's impactful. It's very it's impactful. Like it makes you think about
4: process it all about mm-hmm. how youth is really important in this generation, especially mm-hmm. because of the problems that are happening right now, and like actually paying attention to them. my how do you say it? like open your mind?
3: Do you feel like youth are more aware of things than a past youth? Do you think we're the generation that's more aware, or
10: what's your input on that? Honestly, I think youth have always been aware. Mm-hmm. Like I, I do, I think that the reason it seems like we're more aware or that we're more impactful is because we have social media. Our parents didn't have that. you know like the love peace love movement i don't know what it's called and i feel like hippie movement is mean yeah (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) you know i mean like that movement that's that was the youth of their day they were just as aware as we are with all the stuff that was going on
0: in their generation yeah yeah. exactly
10: it's just i feel like we're more impactful because of social media and we can very easily be like hey by default we're more impactful (laughs) yeah
3: (laughs) So, yeah. I love that. I love that. Well, thank you so much yeah. for joining Thanks. us. You have been a doll. <laughs> it was <laughs> great having you. Yeah, yeah. really you. left the listeners with a piece of advice and something to, you know, you learn something new every day. Yeah. And yeah. So thank you so much. No Thanks. W- Thanks for having me. Yeah. Next we'll be playing "Love on the Rain" by Rihanna. Guys, we are the Yolokali Pop-Up Youth Radio Live from the YAS Fest 2018 And with us we have uh, Marissa Ferreira Alright, Marissa So, um, what do you do? What brings you To YAS Fest? So, I'm with the um, Poetry Center
14: Of Chicago um, They asked me to come perform some poetry Today uh, I was a part of um, uh program at Kelly that was um, funded by them. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, Kelly is where I went to high school and where I started to uh, write. So yeah, I'm happy that they still (laughs) support me and everything.
3: Would you like to share a little piece with us maybe?
14: Oh, um, yeah, I can get it on my phone really quick. Um, So I mostly write about like, generational issues. So my my mom's um, father is Puerto Rican, and his parents uh, are both from Puerto Rico. And I write about, like, the effects of, like, uh, generations of, you know, him going through World War II and, like, fighting a war that he pretty much, like, didn't get anything back from. Because after the war, he... I uh, had to go work in a factory in Backley Arts. And that really made him, I think, hard against the world. Mm-hmm. And my great-grandmother like, really took on all of the emotional pain of the people in our family, yeah. I feel. And I think that was a huge burden to her. And like um, then that transferred to my grandpa. And he, you know, after they passed away, Uh he just became like a different person and he was a lot more like stern and wasn't really able to have as much joy, I think, as he could have in life because, you know, his parents went through so much and he grew up um, impoverished. Uh, Like he always talks about food so much because he's afraid that like we're not eating enough Mm -hmm. pretty much so it's just like like these like everyday like very like slight things where it's just like oh we should be eating right now aren't you gonna eat right now but it's like his like everyday anxiety um of the past um and then my mom has like you know effects of that too she like is always she was always like very concerned with like comfort and like um being able to do what she wanted and it was just like a weird anxiety that was passed down um and then from my mom to me i talk a lot about like how she wants me to be happy Mm -hmm. and wants me to prosper wants me to like have a good life and a good job and like that's why they came from Puerto Rico to the US to Chicago. Um, But sometimes like she doesn't understand like her actions go against her intentions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I write a lot about that too. Um, So I'll do a short part of my poem. Um, So uh, it's called A Voice From My Mom. You'll be good good when I couldn't be, when I didn't want to be, when I hated everyone, how I still hate everyone, how I bet everyone hates me, but I think you have all of my compassion, so understanding when I had no one else to yell at but you, a couple hours of the day with your head tilted back in my hands, prodding open your face, it with a white cloth, hairless with a bright pink sting, given up on my own body and practiced again with yours. Keep protecting yourself in special ways I know you always have. When your ears were tiny enough to cover around the heads, too loose, too high, too tossed up, too hanging, too attached back down to their bodies. I could never keep my head down, and I know your tiny body could never anchor us both. Babe, you be good, and I'll be good too.
3: Um, so, <laughs> that was awesome.
14: Nice, Thank nice, you. Nice, nice,
1: nice, nice.
3: <laughs> And um, how did you come about this program? Like, were you always, like, really interested in poetry but just didn't have, like, the plat- platform to, like, do it? Or how did this, like, how did you join? Yeah, I feel like I always
14: was very into writing. I remember when um, I was really little, uh, my parents sent me to um, a school christian school and Mm -hmm. we would have like the little prayers on the cards that we would have to recite back to the teacher so i would always like really like to go ahead and present it to the class but i just hated talking about like god all the time yeah (laughs) um and then we would like always sing in church and my grandma would take me to mass and we would always have to sit in front of the Vietnam because she's named after her. So, like, that's her seat. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. it was just, like, very like casual stuff that I think was in everyday life that, like, people will always use performance and speech um, to cause a very intentional emotion, whether it's to make you feel like you should believe in a certain religion mm-hmm. um, or not. Uh, And I really, you know, there's Catholics are smart to do that. I mean, it worked. I was always (laughs) entertained in Mass. I always thought it was, like, so beautiful what people were saying. I just, um, like, sometimes there are, like, restrictions within that. And uh, I was able to find a lot of, like, freedom through poetry by just talking about my experiences and talking about um, what I saw
3: in front of me every day when I grew up so yeah and um, where have you performed before other than um, Yas fest um,
14: the, the Victory Gardens theater um, mm-hmm. I was a louder than a bomb kid Ooh. Hey. <laughs> hey. Um, I was actually only there once but it was such a beautiful experience. I would like go back to my high school and like try and like uh, like help out a little bit, mm-hmm. um, just so th- just cause like I loved how like much people loved to be there, yeah. how excited, it, how supportive people were.
3: Honestly, it's such a great space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm trying to think of where
14: else. I uh, uh, sometimes like we'll do readings or perform music across the city. Mm-hmm. Um, usually it's like my friends who like like to put together uh, like little venues Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah it's just like that's another environment where like I feel supported because like you're with people who understand like you know what your world was like Mm -hmm. and why you talk about what you talk about has
3: like has this program impacted you in a way where it's changed like your writing process is that where you developed it from or did you like already have you know the same process since you've begun writing I feel like everywhere that I've been
14: has been like a consistent like just do it just yeah. just really invest in your time mm-hmm. and um, work at it as much as you want and as much as you can um, until you and yourself feel comfortable with the outcome. Because I think you know any. I think anybody can write. I really yeah. do. I think it's something that is very natural for us to want to express what our thought process is. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I I feel like almost every place that I've been and especially at the Poetry Center of Chicago, it has been like just tell us what you want to tell us
3: and mm-hmm. we'll support it word, um, word yeah. and um bang. I had a question but it went away <laughs> <laughs>
0: hmm. I don't know, it went
3: away I don't know <laughs> Bang. it was a really good question too Hmm. oh yeah what's some advice that you would give to poets that you know writers that want to become poets but don't really have like the platform to do so I think it's good to um, even
14: if you're like you're a writer you're always going to be a reader first mm-hmm. um, reading people like Wendolyn Brooks um, Hilda Doolittle um, uh, I love Sandra Cisneros, uh, Julia de Borgo. Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
14: yeah I Valerie Martinez is another writer. She does a lot of like writing based off of words from like um, uh, border towns that um, house these companies mm-hmm. or these uh, um, I forgot the name of maquiadores? yeah and they like have like uh, a lot of like writing out there of like just like facts of like how many women go like missing on mm-hmm. the border that are Mexican that never get like any sort of recognition and she made a whole book about it That's good. So Valerie Martinez yeah. um, and then yeah so just like start reading people that you feel like have lived somewhat of a similar life Um, and people who have lived completely opposite ones Um, and yeah you just know that you don't always have to listen to everyone that came before like I don't know you don't have to listen to like the Stephen Kings of the world you can experiment with stuff
3: and as a young poet Do you feel? Where do you see young poets in society? What part do you think they play in? I think music is definitely like a huge part. Um, I know that uh,
14: one of my favorite musicians um, uh, from Florence and the Machine. uh, She uses a lot of like uh, poetry that turns into music, and then Mm -hmm. I think. yeah, I, I really love uh, El Lago Negros' um, music too, his lyrics. Um, I would say he's a pretty good poet even though he writes lyrics. Um, I also love uh, seeing like um, video, like experimental video where like people will use a lot of like scripts and then they'll just do like sound work with that mm-hmm. and perform like the poetry that they do. Um, so I feel like poets, poetics is basically just like uh, um, music on a page. Yeah. It's basically, there's rhyme and meter or there's free verse where you can just like say what you want in however yeah. order. Um, so it's, it's something that I think can be in almost any other kind of art. It can be used anywhere, and um, it's something that I think we should all utilize a lot more in uh, yeah. different parts of even just like other vocations. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
3: And um, where do you see the youth right now? Like, do you think that youth are unappreciated? Do you think youth. Um, gain the appreciation they deserve? Where do you see youth today and day? I think youth are doing amazing things because
14: this generation's youth are so uh, forthright with what they want to do. They're very just like focused. Um, like Raven Lanay and then Kuko um yeah I love him. <laughs> I love him <laughs> I love him too He's so cute um <laughs> Kuko come to Chicago if you're listening at all uh.
3: <laughs> But uh, he is coming <gasps> October so 24th
4: oh. he's opening for Kali Uchis
3: <gasps> Ooh. Yeah. that's something me and, Bo- and Melissa bond
14: over <laughs> <laughs> No but yeah I mean like Kali Uchis is like yeah, she's like 22, I think. I think youth are like doing yeah. so much, and I think people are still underappreciating youth and not understanding because they don't, um, they don't understand the everyday life mm-hmm. of it. So it's hard for them con- to connect. I think you know, there's a lot of miscommunication with youth and the older generation. But I really see how everyone is really. Working every day to do what they need to in order to uh, make a good life for themselves and inspire, I think, further generations at such a young age. Yeah, um, yeah I, um, I, I think the only thing is that people need to give more funding.
4: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah totally agree. Especially like in arts, I think there should be more funding. In
14: yeah, it. Mm-hmm. definitely.
4: I mean, I. Kn- oh,
3: sorry. Oh no, go ahead. <laughs> no, I mean,
14: I know at my old high school, like the year the. T- Uh, Two years after I was gone, like, they got rid of the chorus program I was in. They got rid of, um, uh, I think it was, not bands, but it was um, orchestra. Mm -hmm. And, Mm. like, it's just something that, like, you know, I mean, it was hard work every day, but it was something that I appreciated to have at least. Yeah. And I'm sad that other kids that are younger than me, like, aren't able to go for that um so I think it's a lot of extremes right now
3: mm-hmm. well thank you so much for being on here we appreciate you coming by and answering a few questions thank you for having me <laughs> and where can we see like your performances do you have them up somewhere are there events that you're going to be performing at um so for the fall um this was uh,
14: Today, well, Yes YesFest is one of my events, and then um, probably uh, if I make any more music that I'm really uh, happy about, then I'll be performing at different venues in Chicago. Nice. Um, so, yeah, hopefully uh, I can get into the studio again. I've been
3: really busy. <laughs> <laughs> amazing, amazing. All right, guys. Well, that's nice. So, next we're going to be playing... Sunflower by Rex Orange County. I want to know where I
9: can go when you're not around. And I'm feeling down to so want to stay for a moment so I can stay. so cuz right now you know the double hill and i'm obsessed with you then i fell to the ground
3: and she a... hey what's up guys we are the yulokalip um pop up youth radio live in the chicago um jazz fest 2018 and with us we have
15: DJ One Solo.
3: DJ One Solo. So tell us, um, what brings you to Uh
15: Well, I'm with Free Rice Sound & Vision, mm-hmm. and um, we've been uh, together for about a year now. About a year. Yeah, so we got booked to just DJ the event and keep everybody hyped.
3: Nice, uh, nice, nice. So if we were to, like, you know, um, book you for our event, um, <laughs> what type of music would you play?
15: It all depends on my crowd.
3: On your crowd. Yeah, it's
15: about adaptability.
3: hmm so. mm-hmm. Do you play Spanish music? I have. He oh, has. Okay. Note that. Note that. Okay. <laughs> and um what at what age did you start, you know, doing um all this?
15: Um, I started at thirteen.
3: Wow. But I yeah, got into young. free
15: ride last year. Well, I met Free Write a while ago, but I haven't actually started working with him mm-hmm. since about a year ago.
3: And what about it just like makes you want to continue doing it?
15: The freedom. the
3: freedom. I mean,
15: we allow to have our own personalities and stand on our own as well. But we also have just like that help, that background. Like, so it's cool. And then Free Write stands for something. So it's basically. Like I was incarcerated as a youth mm-hmm. and that group just kinda helped me out.
3: That's so good. it means a lot to me. Do you have like a really personal connection with them? Yeah. In a way. Would you consider them like your second family?
15: Yeah, definitely.
3: Definitely. And what's some what's a piece of advice that they gave you that you'll always remember?
15: You could do it yourself.
3: No
1: way. Like,
15: you could do it yourself. Um I knew what I wanted to do and mm. I was consistently looking for help but I mean it's all about like you can do it yourself and when people start to see that you want to do it on your own they'll help you out.
3: And what's a piece of advice you would give the youth that are interested in doing um, beats and stuff? What's your input on that? Practice. Practice? A lot of practice. Practice makes yeah. perfect.
15: <laughs> It takes 10,000 hours to master anything, mm-hmm. so yeah, definitely practice.
3: And when you were first starting off as a DJ, did things come really easily, or like were you just doing some free shows just to get the word out about you, or what was that with?
15: Um, I did a few free shows, but actually learning how to DJ kinda came easy,
9: mm-hmm.
15: yeah, because I mean, I listen to a lot of music, yeah. so that helped a lot. and. Man, after a while, it just got cool. But I think Free Write really carried me for a while and just helped me get where I am.
3: That's great. That's great. Um, any questions, guys? I had no. one. Oh, she I has was one. letting you
4: talk and I forgot what it was. <laughs> um, is there anyone that you would say has helped you make it where you are currently?
15: Um my free right family for one Mm -hmm. and also DJ Skyrocket Mm -hmm. I mean he, he helped me just learn practice and everything he gave me my first set of tools laptop controller just to sit and be able to practice on my own so yeah
3: where do you see the youth do you feel like the youth impacts? Do you feel like the youth is very underappreciated? Do you feel they get the recognition they deserve? What's your input on that?
15: Um, I would have to say it depends on the youth themselves and what aspect you're looking at it. Mm-hmm. Because in some aspects, yeah, they are a little un- underappreciative. In other aspects, it's really, it's really just like they pushing for it. So. Word,
3: word. Well, thank you so much. No problem. Um You want to drop your SoundCloud or something? Um,
15: Facebook, SoundCloud, basically anything. DJ One Solo.
3: DJ One Solo. Also,
15: you could find me on Free Ride Shy. So, dumb, yeah.
3: dumb. Well, thank you so much for coming by. And here you go. There's a What's Up sticker that we have for you. Thank you. And, yeah. So, guys, next up we're going to be... Um, um, interviewing the Merritt School of, of Music. The Merritt School of Music. We're going to interview them right now. But first, we're going to finish a song called Take On Me by AHA. Don't forget that you guys are listening to the Yolo pop-up youth radio um, live at the Yaz Fest 2018. With me, I have the Merritt School of Music, correct? Yeah. Yeah, so tell us about it. What's up with Merritt School of Music?
16: So Merritt is a school downtown in the West Loop. It's really awesome. It brings a lot of people from all over the city together uh we're all part of the tuition free conservatory program there and uh we get to play in a lot of different groups Uh, we're all classical musicians mainly but
3: classic music
13: classical yeah
3: classical Classical, jazz
13: um different genres you can take Mm -hmm. part in uh they also offer classes about um music theory composition um really a broad uh broad interest in music. Yeah.
3: Nice, nice. And what instruments do you guys play?
13: I'm a trumpet player.
3: A trumpet player? I play French horn. French horn.
13: And I'm also a trumpet player.
3: Okay, so we have people with good stamina. <laughs> really good lungs. Alright, alright, alright. Um, okay, so what's like, do you guys usually stay in the city? Do you guys usually like travel around?
17: Well, it depends on what you do at Merit. So, um... We're in a brass ensemble, so we got to come here and perform at Yass Festival. Mm-hmm. And um, me and Jake, we're um, in a brass quintet, so we traveled to Michigan, and um, we might be traveling to Boston and other places um, to Dope.
3: perform. And um, what do you guys like about this program? Like, what brings you to it? What brings you back?
17: It kind of feels like a second family. Second like family. For sure. You go home, and then you have your like your born family and then you go to uh, Merit, and you get to play music all day and hang out with friends. And you get to be get really
16: close with a lot of people that come from places that are nothing like where you come from mm-hmm. and also just are interested in, in so many different things, but you're all interested in the same thing when you're at Merit.
3: Great, great. And has this like made you think about what you want to do for the future? Do you see yourself like playing music as a living or?
13: Many people uh, who come out of Merit become really, really successful musicians. In whatever they play whether that be guitar uh, trumpet um, piano there are just some really talented people here and I personally uh, I'm a junior so I don't yeah. really know uh, what I'm gonna do but it's definitely a possibility and merit being such a high high level uh, institution mm-hmm. in music education I think that it gave me a great great uh, great leg up in yeah. the auditioning uh, game and uh, everything else that needs to uh,
3: And how long have you guys been a part of Merit? I've been a part of Merit for
17: like five or six years. Whoa! Same with
16: me. I've only been there around three years myself. Three years.
17: But Merit like has children that start from like age two. Like Merit starts people really young. They take really young children. At age two,
3: I didn't even know how to talk. I I. That's really impressive. Um. Personally, I can't play an instrument. That's why I'm on radio.
1: <laughs>
3: but, yeah, that's really cool. Um, does merit kind of, like, take you away from the negativity of your community, as you would say? Like, is it a good, like, place where you feel
13: safe? For sure. I mean, music for me is a really, really great thing to do in down times whenever I'm stressed out. I just hop on the piano or I start playing trumpet and it sort of takes my worries away. So music, i I'm sorry, I mean so merit being this institution where it's, you know, a lot of kids who are interested mm-hmm. in the same thing you are at such a high level of music, it's a really, really nice community and family and yeah, I think it is a nice, a little bit of an escape. Yeah, I definitely
16: agree. I think uh, it's definitely, like she was saying, a second home for, for me for sure. We spend probably close to... 20 hours a week there, depend, no. depending on the programs you're in, but Saturdays we're there, I know yeah, most hours. of us here are, for, are there pretty much from 8.30 or 9 in the morning till almost 6 at night most days every Saturday. Mm-hmm. So you spend a lot of time there and you get to know the people there really well and you just do a lot there. So it's definitely escaped from regular life in and, and a fantastic that's way. That's
3: really great. Side. That's really great. And um, where do you see youth today in society? Do you feel like they're unappreciated? Do you feel like they get the recognition they deserve? Where do you see youth today in life?
17: I feel like kids nowadays don't get the opportunity to do the things that they want to do. So Merit gives us the opportunity to be uh, be creative and be musicians and do the things. They, they, they allow us to do the things that we want and become
3: who we want. Great, great. What do you guys think?
16: Yeah, I agree. It, it's definitely very liberating to be able to be very much so in control as a teenager of what you do with your life within that conservatory because a lot of places systems are so ingrained and in how they want you to progress and how they want you to do things but at Merit you can really do whatever you want you really can depending on how hard you want to work you can be there a couple hours a week you can be there two hours a week and have a fantastic time and do great things but if you want to be there mm-hmm. for upwards of 10 15 hours a week doing even more advanced things and working even harder they have that option for you and it's just something that you get to decide for yourself for the most part
3: so is merit like selective, or how does it work? It's um, not
17: selective at all. I feel like everyone, if they want to, they can get into merit. They can come in audition at any point, and they be able to get in.
16: There is there is a place for you at merit. Whether you're a musician who's been playing for years, or somebody who've ne- who's never picked up an instrument in their life, there's private lessons. There's That's intro great. classes for people that have never touched an instrument or don't know what they want to do, and anything through some of the most advanced band music programs in the in the city.
3: And have you guys ever like, joining Merritt, did you feel like you got more out of your comfort zone? Did you feel like, you know, you stayed about the same? Were you an introvert at first, but then Mary kind of like helped you kind of venture out? What's that about?
17: I think I definitely was more of an introvert before I started um, Merit. Mm-hmm. And then when I joined, I became more open to talking to people and even talking on the radio.
3: Yeah, I was about a say, girl, hands up to you. What about you guys? What do you guys think?
13: I mean, you have to be sort of confident to get up on a stage and uh, yeah. and <laughs> start blaring your instrument, regardless of whether or not it's a punchline or a trumpet. But mm-hmm. um, I think, yeah, definitely has taken me out of my comfort zone, made me a lot more confident in everyday life and what I do in music. Um, yeah. and it's just a great, great safe area for that.
3: Great. What about you?
13: Yeah, definitely.
16: I've never really been much of an introvert myself. But that being said, you have to learn how to deal with and how to cooperate with a lot of different people that you've never met. And meeting people and working with people is something that I was not very good with, but Merit has definitely helped me get better at.
3: What's like your favorite experience from Merit? Like, what's like something you will always remember? Like a story that you'll like, they say, oh, how's Merit? you're like, okay, this one time, like that story any story
13: it's a lot of those
3: (laughs) it's a lot of those
16: Um, i'd have to say that trip we took uh, out to ann arbor michigan university of michigan last year Mm -hmm. uh, we were at the mprize national chamber competition it was just really special the kinds of musicians we got to interact with there and the kinds of people that were there and and just how much i learned from that experience about what the music world was like and also just i got to see some of the coolest performances of my life
17: Okay. I definitely agree. Um, going to Amber Arbor was a very fun experience, but I feel like every time you go to Merit, there's a new thing that happens.
13: Aww. It's the little stuff that counts. I mean, Jake and I, we uh, we are in the top band for trumpet playing, wow. and we uh, well, I mean, we're all in the top band, but Jake and I are the our top trumpets at this conservatory, mm-hmm. so we're in the top trumpet group there. And yeah. our uh, mm-hmm. teacher, Mr. Lowry, he. Uh, we always have a one-hour uh, meeting with him and I remember just I mean the little stuff that counts there's one time we were supposed to do uh, you know practicing band work but we ended up just learning technique like shaking your trumpet and you know um, doing weird stuff with it but just I mean it's just a lot of fun it's a great community um, and I think that there are countless experiences that I could Name.
3: So to kind of close this out, what's a piece of advice you would give someone who wants to learn how to play an instrument and they've never touched an instrument before? What piece of advice would you give them?
17: I would say not to um, let other people dictate how you uh, what instrument you want to play or how you play it. Because I know a lot of kids... Um, um, kind of put themselves in a box and don't show their true capabilities when they could be amazing and the only thing stopping them is themselves.
18: Worried, worried. Hmm.
13: I mean, I think it's just really important just to go for it, to jump right in and if you end up not liking it, you can always stop, but like Jayla said, never let anything stop you from those experiences. Great. Yeah, definitely. I think,
16: at least speaking from a personal experience, it's really easy to think that you need to start with something. You need to start with something to be special or some start with something to be recognized, but it really comes down to how much you want to do what you want to do. Uh, and so really finding something that you enjoy, uh, finding an instrument that appeals to you is really going to do you a lot of really great things.
3: Thank you, thank you. Thank you so much thank for you. taking the time out of your day and um, letting well, me interview you. And, yeah, um, where can we find more information about Merit? Um, merit Merit.com, I
16: think. On
13: Merit Music. Merit Music.com.
16: Merit has their website, and also you will definitely see Merit. Lots of local music events throughout the year. Uh, We might be back. We might be playing with different brass groups, but Merit is definitely out in the community, so keep your eyes out. Uh, But also, yeah, Merit is online. Merit is on social media, on Facebook, uh, and
13: everything Merit. First if you put in Merit. Here at school of music. Here at school, of music.
3: Dope, dope, dope. Well, thank you so much. And yeah, I don't know what song to play. We are the Yolo Cali pop-up youth radio broadcasting live at the Chicago um, yes Fest 2018. And with us we have... NLB Marvel. Dope, 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 dope. So what do you do?
11: I rap. You know, I was over here performing.
3: Oh, you perform. Yeah. What stage did you perform Uh in?
11: Wrigley Square.
3: Was, wow, really cool. And what do you rap about?
11: You no, know, usually just like rap about it. If I'm going through something, I'll write it down, rap about it. It's mm-hmm. like just how I, you know, let it go.
3: Do you want to spit some for us or I mean, like...
11: <laughs> I don't think I'm finna, I'm not finna spit out nothing some really. Some
3: freestyle. I mean, um, no? If
11: nothing you if you want to check, like, if people want to check my stuff out, they could you know, check me out. My SoundCloud, NLB Marvel. I just dropped a song a couple of days ago. It's called Crack. That's the one I just performed today. So.
3: Do you want to perform it for us?
11: I mean, I could give you like a little snippet.
3: Sure.
1: But I,
11: you know, so I'll just do it. Uh, Forget all the people who told me could rap. Y'all gonna be shocked with my name on the map. You know, stuff. I don't really want to, you know. You don't want to do
1: it? (laughs) (laughs) Alright,
3: it's okay. That was Um, good anyway.
11: Yeah. So at what
3: age did you start rapping?
11: I just started rapping like a year
3: ago. A year ago? And how'd you come up with your name?
11: I mean, it's just like my bros. My, my my friends, my homies, they know.
3: They know? Basically, they know. If they know, they know. They know. Alright, alright. And um what part of Chicago do you represent? I'm you from
11: know the uh, South Side. South side. The
3: Dope. And where have you performed?
11: I mean, this was like my first performance. My first uh-huh. big one. I mean people heard it and they were just like, you gotta perform it. Over here.
4: Uh, are you with any programs or organizations
11: here? I mean, I'm with U Media.
4: Youth Media. U Media,
11: U Media at uh, Harold Washington Library.
4: Uh, oh, us. I just been
11: there.
4: <laughs> tell us more about it. What What is it about? Uh,
11: I mean, really, they were just you know showing off like the rappers that go to U Media and perform like the best ones that are in there. Uh-huh. You know, I sent a track. They told me that I should have performed it.
3: Are you Don't. usually at the open mics in Harold Washington?
11: I mean, yeah, sometimes.
3: I went to my first one a couple of days ago. That was crazy. Yeah. That was really cool. Um, do you work with anybody like in particular in Harold Washington?
11: Uh, I'm very like good with Liz. You know, if I pr- record a song, I always go to her and uh, ask her if it's OK, if you're mm-hmm. familiar with her.
3: Yeah. And um, what's you midi- Media about?
11: Basically, you there's basically like a whole bunch of people. You know, they go in there. You can chill, or you could, you know, if you're an artist, you could go in there, record. If there's like, you know, if you're like drawing, you could do like anything that you're like talented at. Mm-hmm. You could basically do a U Media, and you can start profiting Sick. off.
3: So it like starts a platform for you in a way.
11: Yeah, it starts like a platform. They also have people that go there, and you know, the people who are there, they are there to help you to mm-hmm. build you up. They have like people that could go in and sign you at you media if you are a good rapper
3: yeah did you just start off like writing rap or did you do I mean, other things
11: i mean like i was just going through stuff i felt very bad for a long time you know yeah. kind of depressed so i just started writing stuff down mm-hmm. you know what i felt
3: so rap has always been like this coping mechanism it's always for you
11: go but it's always i just you know to. like started really trying to rap i'd say like three months ago mm-hmm. i just started really trying to rap for real like, before I was just like rapping, you know, get the stuff off my mind, the anger, all that type of stuff.
3: And like, where do you like, see yourself going?
11: I mean, to the top, as far as life takes me.
3: Dope, dope. And, um, have you ever like, what advice would you give for people that are just starting out, that just, that are thinking like, oh, should I do this, should I not, like, what's your advice on that? I
11: mean, I say, just do it. Just you do know, it. just, if, if you feel like you need to write, write it down if you're going through something write it down don't write anything that's you know not you mm-hmm. because you know i started off writing stuff that wasn't me you know the regular writing shooting all that type of stuff yeah. that's not me so that's i just i changed it up people liked it.
3: and how did you find your sound like what I really
11: just like i don't know i was just like i started off experimenting with a lot of sounds a lot of flows mm-hmm. and like there was just one that i got and i it just stuck with me
3: it stuck with you yeah is that like your go-to rap like is that what you always stick to like if somebody was to come up to you right now and say hey can you perform right now
11: yeah it's like yeah i would say yeah nice nice nice
3: and um what was your writing process when you were writing this
11: like the new one that i just yeah before? uh well i like to say i started off writing one part when i was like i was just writing about things that were going on in my life mm-hmm. something happened and then there was like, I. there's like two parts to the song. There's like the one part, there's an interlude, then there's another part. At the part after the interlude, I kind of wrote it when I was like, something happened to me. So I was just like, let me write it down. It was it was about a female, so I, you know, just wrote it.
3: <laughs> Did you like, were people very supportive when you were like barely starting out?
11: I would say, you know, only my closest friends, they're here, uh, you know. Yeah, when I was first starting out, you know, only my closest friends, like another rapper, Lil Cheatbone, uh, yeah, he was really supportive. My other friends from school, but not mm-hmm. like everybody in the school. A lot of people, they didn't like me. I mean, I, was, I wasn't like that good, I would say. I, like, I wasn't my best. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, my friends, they supported me. They helped me get to the best. I mean, they gave me tips. They said, you know, they're the ones who told me to kind of write about like what I really like was.
3: Do you have like a mentor at Harold's Washington that has always like really like motivated you and like stuck with you or has this always been like a solo type? I of mean
11: I like I said like this guy I rap with, Lil' Cheekbone, mm-hmm. he's on SoundCloud as well. Uh, he kind of helped me to change the way I rap. Like he started he brought me into like from like rapping about anger and like just like shooting and all that to actually rapping about things that I'm actually feeling and things that I'm actually going through.
3: Dope, dope. And um, where do you see youth right now? Where do you see um, a status level for youth?
11: I mean, youth right now, they go as far as they can. I mean, like, the youth right now is probably the best it's ever been. Personally, I believe that, you know. We're Mm -hmm. more in contact with each other. We're smarter, you know. I just think...
3: Okay. Well thank you so much for letting us interview you. I hope that you you continue doing this and that you go all the way to the top. It was really nice having you. Thank you. So we're just going to let a little bit of music play and we'll be right back. Hey guys, what's up? We are the Yulakali Pop Up Youth Radio broadcasting live at the Yas Litfest 2018. And here we have. Krina. Krina, so what do you do?
5: What um, brings you here? I'm part of the Shine uh, On Chicago mm-hmm. um, with Jim Crop, and we specialize with Photoshop, taking photography with Canon or Nikon, Uh-huh. and we go to um, libraries, and we work with teens and kids and we teach them how to use the cameras.
3: Nice, nice. And how long have you been a part of this program for?
5: Um, I was in it for a summer internship from June to August.
3: Nice, nice, so an internship. And is photography something you really want to go into?
5: Um, When I was younger, I always um, questioned it. And when my teacher gave me this uh, position to audition for it or interview for it more like mm-hmm. um, I took it I'm taking it more seriously now because I was able to yeah I was a bit more of an amateur when I first started yeah. and Jim gave us such good advice and tips and now I do think that I maybe it's maybe something I can do in the future
3: so this program is like selective or how does it work to be like a part of it
5: well we he I think he uh, talked to our teachers Mm -hmm. Um, Since I do have digital media in my high school, uh, I guess Mm -hmm. he reached out to some teachers and my teacher picked select the people that she wanted to interview that have good photography to begin with. Yeah. And from there we did interviews and I guess he chose me.
3: And what piece of advice has he given you that has really helped you become such, like, better your craft?
5: Um, he He has two books that he gave us with a bunch of tips. But the one that always stuck with me is the fact that he says that you always need to be shooting. Because at any moment, there can be something that pops yeah. up that you, like, let, love and you want to capture it. And sometimes if you're not taking a photograph, you can never capture it.
3: And why photography? I know many people do video because it's a lot more easier and because it's, like, not as stressful as photography. But why did you choose photography over video?
5: Because photography, like, like the saying, um, a picture tells a thousand words. Mm-hmm. And with us, we can manipulate how people take those words, whether it's good or whether it's bad. Yeah. For, for me, it's something, it needs to be something good. Like, for example, when we went to the Art uh, Institute of Chicago, mm-hmm. where we um, looked at uh, photographs taken by black photographers, and mm-hmm. there was an era where um, black people were not taken, were being treated badly, And for example, and these black photographers told such amazing stories yeah. that I was able to show it and incorporate it with my own photograph and That's I was nice. able to like, basically tell the story.
3: And what about this program always brings you back?
5: Um, when I first started I had a bit of anxiety because I'm not someone who does to deals good with meeting new people. I get nervous. Yeah. And um, the people who were also up for it, who, who basically became my co-workers, have become my friends. I still mm. talk to them, and they made it easy. And also, Jim, he also encourages us to go out of our comfort zone, which is not something that I, I'm always comfortable with.
3: Is this an ASM no. program?
5: No, I'm not sure what, what it is. I just, I'm not sure what it is.
3: <laughs> have you ever gotten, like, your work
5: published somewhere? Um, well, right now we have a show in the Harold Washington Museum. Mm-hmm. I'm library, my bad. Library. And here's in the YAS Festival. Obviously, and also in libraries where we've been to the West Belmont, the Bessie Coleman, and Mm -hmm. the Back of the Yards, that's where our photography is
3: up. Nice, nice, nice. And do you want to, like, give us your Instagram or something in case people want to check out your work or what's up with that? Let me check what is mine. I
5: honestly don't know (laughs) if
3: (laughs) I... It's cool, it's cool. Um, Yeah, I feel like photography is something, like really dope to do like since i do photography as well i really like like what you said a picture says a thousand words like i totally agree with that what do you think melissa Uh,
4: i like photography a lot i'm not in the program but like yeah i like because it expresses like uh, a certain setting yeah yeah especially like any kind of art it expresses something and it gives that a, a message what about you um So again, what Melissa said. There's so much emotion behind one photo, behind every face, yes. every every yeah. little thing in it. Like you can kind of make your own story as to what it is
5: behind it. Yeah. So, yeah. so the Japan, yeah, yeah, yeah um, It's uh, Carrie Martinez. K A R I. Un, uh, underscore martinez with the z09
3: Well if you guys want to check her out um there is your work is there some of it yeah. really cool and um one last question before you leave where do you see teens today where do you see them like a place in society
5: Um I think the youth is definitely the future it's kids who are changing what is going to become like the elections are coming up it's Teens are going to be changing the the way we see things and obviously going to vote people out of office. Mm -hmm. And it's just going to be great. I think teens are going to do something great with the future of America and the world, to be honest. Great,
3: great. Great. Thank you so much, Karina, for being a part of this. Um, So we're just going to let a little bit of music play and we'll be right back.
5: Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Nice to meet you.
3: guys what's up we are Yolo Kali um, we're doing pop-up youth radio and we're back with more interviews here with us we have Jeremiah Jeremiah and tell us um, what brings
2: you to yas fest well um, actually actually, oh. so um, to be honest we're I actually with a true star and the reason mm-hmm. why we're here is because uh, we heard that there's gonna be a lot of youth here like young adults uh, uh, black Americans Hispanics, and all of them so we just can support uh, you guys and everybody out here it's great and um, I, to be honest this is actually it's actually nice and it's actually my second year being with true star so wow. and, and
3: what's true star
2: truestar is like a it's like a youth organization like mm-hmm. uh, Team Street like we go to different events, different parts of Chicago, different parts of Illinois mm-hmm. and go and support events and um, get people to sign up for our program. Um, we do like interviews as the same thing you guys be doing and um, just to see what people want to see more about Chicago and what to expect about the future in Chicago.
3: And how did you join True Star? Like how did that all come about?
2: Um. Well, actually, came from church because um, uh, this guy named Cousine, he joined our church and I was cool with his brother that goes to my church and he plays the, the organist. So I was like, oh my, was, he was like, hey man, what's up? I was like, what's up? And I was like, man, I need a job so bad. He was like, oh, for real? I said, yeah, you got a thing? He said, oh yeah, let me just check to my brother, and I'll give you my godbrother number and um, see what I can do for you. So uh, he gave me the number. And I went to the place over there where he gave me the address at. So I went there, and I did like a walk-in interview. And then he told me, he said, oh, he's going to call back and let me know when I can start or have an interview. So like a week later, um, he called, and I had an interview with him. So after that, uh, I went to the interview. And the interview was great. Um, I looked him in the eye. I respected him. and. Um, uh, three days, he called me and said, hey, man, you got the job. Where can you start? I was like, oh, man, I'm starting right now. He's <laughs> like, okay. Well, what are you doing? I said, I'm, at the, I'm just at the house, chilling, you know, playing my Yay. game. And uh, he said, okay, so there's this there's the, there's the this event going on at 4.30 to 7.30. I need you to be there at 4.30, like straight 4.30. I was like, I would leave. I, I would definitely be there. <laughs> so afterwards, uh, I called an Uber, and I went there and i I did not expect to see it was like it was like this but it was like many people and i'm actually a shy guy to be honest so but what made me come out that shell is um there was this there was there was always this person and not to say it it was my crush but Uh (laughs) she uh when she told me she said that you know you don't talk as much and Ooh. that's when I just looked at her and she was like, you gonna talk? I was like, hi. And then she was <laughs> like, hi. So, and um, she told me, she said, well, I think it would be best for you to come out more and people will, like it seem mm-hmm. and look more into you. So.
3: And have you made a lot of close friendships being in that
2: program? Actually I did, a lot of them. Some of them got a smart mouth. Which uh, just <laughs> as, as friends as what we do you know, yeah. you know how we joke around yeah. with our friends and everything mm-hmm. so uh, as me getting more older and I'm actually taking more responsibility and I go out with my friends mm-hmm. actually actually today uh, i posted supposed to my friends out here tonight so I, I said instead of me going home I should just stay down here so um, yeah and I can't wait till next year mm-hmm. to see what your star is going to have
3: so True Star does a lot of events, correct? Yeah. So games. you being a youth, do you see that the youth is very involved in the community and should get more recognition than what they're given, or what's your point of view on that?
2: Well, what what I expect, well, what to, well what what I think is, um, I think that if people if people like join programs. As like this, I really think that people people could you know change more about their personal lifestyle mm-hmm. because when I actually when I joined this program I wasn't like this I was shy I never talked it uh, I was a geek uh, <laughs> which um, I never thought about coming out of my shell I've been in my I've been in this shell for at least. Since third grade I'll yell to my freshman year. Wow. So this is actually yes. my last year of high school. Oh. So <laughs> yeah. Um and yeah. to be honest, I already don't know what to expect. What is like,
3: my things
2: about, about What's story. a
3: piece of advice that you give to those because you were very um you were an introvert when you first started the program, mm-hmm. correct? Yes. What do you give like, if you could give advice to those who are introverts right now and kind of want to get out of their shell, but they don't know how, what advice would you give them?
2: Me, personally, I'd, I would be, like, just, uh, well, that's a tough question. <laughs> <laughs> um, to be honest, I would just say just go for it. I mean,
3: just it's do not it. that
2: hard. To say hi. Like, just go to somebody and somebody you don't know and try to make friends and be like, you know, hi, how are you? My name is so and so. What is your name? And then that's when they actually think that, oh, I like how he came up to me. I like how she came up to me. She's very respectful. She's looking me in the eye. He's looking me in the eye. He's giving me hand signals and everything. So, and she's giving me hand signals. So, I'll, I'll be like, just go for it. Don't be that, like, as I was, I was mm-hmm. really, really deep. Like, not saying like glasses and shirts, but I was yeah. deep. But I didn't show it because I was always, you know, stay to myself. Yeah. So.
3: Well, thank you so much for no problem, coming. No Is there any events you wanna like just let people know if they wanna attend that True Star will be at?
2: Um. To be honest, I really don't know.
3: Because
2: <laughs> uh
3: is there like a website for true star if they oh yeah, want to sign up for
2: www.truestar.com, mm-hmm. and then uh i think there's a button i think there's mm-hmm. like a word down there that say like application uh-huh. and you put the application in and then that's where. what are the cool.
4: requirements for you to join um
2: like my age limit like anything
4: in anything general anything in general what are the requirements
2: um respectfulness no sagging um no cursing, no foul language. Respectful. They uh-huh. mm-hmm. uh, think it's 12, 12 up, 12, 12 and up. to I think 12 to 18. 18, am well, nice, yeah. Nice. I, I'm yeah. Actually 18, so I already <laughs> know. yeah i um, yeah, I'll say 12 to
3: 18. All right, guys. So if you guys want to check it out, you guys can go to truestar.com. Dot org. Dot com. dot com. And you know, if you guys want to check it out or maybe apply, then yeah. So um, we'll be right back with more interviews. This is the Pop Up Youth Radio of Yolo Kali, broadcasting live from Yaz Fest 2018. And here we, here with us, we have. I don't think his mic's on. What? One more time.
6: Eric Garcia.
3: Eric uh-huh. Garcia. And what, what brings you here, Eric? Well,
6: I'm actually part of the Xochitl Aztec Dance Group. Uh huh. It's a tradition from Clan, Mexico.
3: Nice, nice. And um, what's the group called? such Nice, nice. And um, what brought you into it? Like, what made you want to take a part of this group? Well, mostly knowing that, like, ancestors, like my grandpa, like
6: great-grandpa were in this group. Uh-huh. Like, me thinking, like, oh, if they could do it, maybe I could do it. Mm-hmm. And, like, it makes me, like, remember, like, of, like, my old traditions and stuff mm-hmm. like that.
3: And um, has anybody ever told you, like, ah, oh, that's lame. Like, why are you doing that ever before? No, not um, really. That's good. That's good. And um, what brings you, like, what, because I know some people, like, might have might do it and be like, oh, no, it's not really for me, but what's your mentality on that? Do you really like it or, like? Um well, well, yeah, I like it,
6: but, no, well, yeah, I like it.
3: And um, do you guys perform like within the city? Or do you guys perform like all over or like outside of the city? What's that like? We mostly perform like
6: everywhere. We perform in parks, parties, out of the city, out of the
3: town. That's good. And how long have you been a part of this group for? I've been part of this group
6: for like already three, four years already.
3: Three, four years. And at what age did you like barely start?
6: It started like once I was like nine, ten years old.
3: Wow, that's really good. And um, what do you like about it the most?
6: What most I like about it is that.
3: How do I say this? It's okay. Well, yeah.
6: (laughs) Exactly. Like in our group. (laughs) Even though it's like not part of like the tradition, like even though if something goes wrong, like we still support each other. Like if we make like a wrong step, mm-hmm. we'll just act like if nothing happened, That's and then cool. like, start supporting each other. Like it's all like friendly group. Like there's no buddies in yeah.
3: And what about it? Like, like how long do you practice for?
6: Well. We practice like for one or two hours every Friday mm-hmm. at Cornell Square Park in back of the yards. Yeah.
3: And um. Hey. <laughs> uh,
4: have you made like friendships in your group? Have you? Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. What's like the best memory you have there?
6: Uh, every time where we go to displays to dance for um mm-hmm. the Virgin Mary,
0: mm-hmm. like
6: yeah. during December.
3: Mm-hmm.
6: Those are my favorite like,
3: dances. Is, like, your family a part of it as well? Like, do they still dance in the group, or are you the only one from your family there?
6: My two sisters, Cynthia and Dulce, and my mom are also in the group.
3: Oh, that's nice. And do you guys, like, practice at home and stuff, or, like, it's only something you guys do, like, in the program? Um,
6: Most of the time, we'll practice at home, but we'll mm-hmm. practice more, like, as a group with everybody
3: else. Yeah. And, um has it brought oh sorry
6: have you learned a lot like from your like culture history through that like program uh yes there's like things that i didn't even know of Mm -hmm. and now was with being in the group like i've learned many other things so
4: it's Aztec, right yes yeah uh-huh like do you know anything you can share with us about it Mm.
3: some of your favorite teachings interesting
6: facts Um. well there are some interesting facts like the set of, that we were on our feet are called ayoyotes. They're actually made from trees, like seed trees, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and whenever they um, like combine or like clack together, like they'll start making like a weird noise.
3: Uh-huh. <laughs> and to kind of close this out, do you wanna like play? What is that that you have right there, like that? Shell? Oh, it's a conch shell. Oh! <laughs> it's
6: a conch shell.
3: Do you want to play it for us or something?
6: Yes, of course.
4: Wow, that's
9: loud.
3: That's really loud. That kind of busted my ears one more time. Um, Well, thank you so much for letting us interview you. Best of luck. And um, I hope that you continue doing this. It was really cool. Thank Thank you you so much. Okay, Thank you. We are Yolokali Pop Up Youth Radio I'm live from the YAS Fest in 2018 in Millennium Park, and with us we have
19: Aaron Rogers from Hyde Park Art Center,
3: Alex from Hyde Park Art Center. Cool, cool, cool. So, what do you guys do? What brings you here?
20: We are here to check you guys out, all the awesome work that you guys got going on. Thank you. Yeah. So nice. I know. I was just saying that you guys are like um, little celebrities on my timeline because you guys are like featured so, so much me. on Yolo Kale. I'm like, I got to meet these kids. I got to come here and I got to bring Aaron to come and <laughs> nice, like take nice. over for a little bit. Nice.
3: <laughs> How do you guys like the event? What have you guys like liked the
19: most? It's a lot of fun. I just like the energy here. You know, kids okay. doing all sorts of different things. You know, mm-hmm. uh, making music, poetry. It's all fun. A lot of fun.
3: Yeah. All right, Aaron. Let's get, get to business. Alex, let's get to business.
19: Ooh.
20: Importance of youth. Any thoughts about that? Oh my God, fully, fully important. It is the. It's everything. And honestly, I feel like I am still a youth. So I feel very much connected, a part of it. Um, and I'm just like in constant learning and that's what being young is about. We all need a little
3: young in ourselves. Right?
20: Yeah.
19: Absolutely. You know, young people, they're the ones that really come up with the new ideas. Change really happens through young people. So you know, the older you get, the more you got to look to young people to keep that youth Mm -hmm. inside of you. And that's, that's how we all move forward.
3: So, um, think about back when you guys were young, right? Did you do the same things that youth are doing now? Do you feel like youth have um,
20: really stepped up the game? Like, what's that about? Totally, I feel like youth, and like just seeing you guys take over and your voice being heard, being broadcasted, like your presence has been so much, just more like here, like definitely evolved. Um, I like her. (laughs) um, I am inspired every day by hearing youth voices um, and youth voices sort of taking on you know online and having Mm -hmm. a radio and and just like social media and things like that Um, it's amazing so you
3: feel like youth um, you know help others to learn more
20: totally totally and I think it's important to have you guys tell the story you guys come and you know to do the taking over you know us we're we're here for you You taking over
3: I like the sound of that what about you Aaron
19: absolutely I you know, when I was young, I was in bands and organizing concerts and those kind of things.
3: Nice, nice.
19: You know, as I got older, I went through a lot of evolutions, a lot of different permeations of myself. But that spirit of trying to get people together has been with me forever. And that's absolutely what I see you guys doing, what mm-hmm. I see a lot of other groups around the city doing. And, you know, it's, it's just great to see that energy and it, it continues to inspire me.
3: And what do you guys think about the youth's place in society nowadays? Because many of the teens that we um, interviewed said that they feel like teens are some, sometimes like unappreciated, that we don't really give the recognition we deserve. Um, how do you guys feel about that since you guys work with
20: youth every single day? How do you guys feel about that? Um, I, I feel like that's valid. I feel like that's probably the place that we should really be listening to and tapping into and being sensitive to the most is when these mm-hmm. opinions and these feelings come about. Um, and it's responding, it's reacting to mm. what it is that those needs are, what those challenges are, and like we as adults should be there for that. Nice, um, nice.
19: Yeah, I think everyone needs to have their voice. I think the young people's voices sometimes don't get heard. I I think even on the other end, some very old people's voices don't get heard. So we need to find a way that everyone can speak their truth and everyone takes the time to listen to each other. And I think we have a long ways to go to really um, give youth the empowerment they deserve.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, what's a piece of advice you would give to the youth about wanting to make their voices heard? Like where do you suggest they go or where do you suggest they the the first step they should take to
20: do that I think Yolo Kali is like one of the most inspired spaces I've ever seen um, we work at the Hyde Park Art Center we also have team programs there
1: mm-hmm.
20: um, so we also try to connect with people like you guys um, within our own communities um, but I would recommend and, and some of the most successful I guess stories or situations that have happened are those teens that just jump right in and you don't need to be extroverted or be loud to do that. I think it's just um, showing up, showing out, yeah. um, attending. You don't even need to like, you know, be someone you don't, you know, you aren't by like, you know, thinking that your voice has to be loud or that it has to be like in a certain way. It's, it's just being present and, um, and showing up for your friends too supporting what they're up to um you know that that kind of work is is like what is the successful kind of situation or story
4: i have a question like what kind of advice would you give to adults so like they could better understand the mentality of a youth Mm -hmm. currently
19: i think just listening you know that that's listening is a lifelong skill it's a skill i'm trying to get better at and it's a skill i think a lot of people can work on and A lot of times we wait to talk instead of listening, but the more we can be active listeners, the more we'll really understand the wisdom of um, young people and the people all around us.
3: Good, good, good. Um, Lastly, will you guys help us close this whole pop-up youth radio? So we're going to do that by one piece of advice you want to give our listeners about youth
20: show up come to these events um they're fun they're family friendly um invite your friends just come and just check out what's going on in your city like this is where it starts so just come out just show up support your friends just do it
19: i don't think i can say anything better than what alex said absolutely be a part of it
20: okay guys you guys heard that
3: be a part of it um show up and don't be scared to do something Because the only person holding you back is yourself.
20: Yeah. Thank you for giving us the courage to come here because we were also a little (laughs) nervous. (laughs) nervous.
3: Okay, guys. So this was the Pop-Up Youth Radio um, broadcasting live at the Chicago um, Yes Fest. Um, I'm Camila. I'm Melissa. And him. And one more.
1: If she (laughs) maybe wants to come. Hello.
3: Hello. yeah we have one more apparently. apparently we have one more so we're not closing this down we're keeping it strong great okay so what's your name
18: um, my name is Kennedy oh. Kennedy yes and what brings you to uh, um yes um I was here for Chicago Children's Theater, Chicago the performance. Children's Theater. and how's that like Um, so it's basically a, um, theater for kids, and we put on different shows. What type of shows do you put on? Um, theater, acting, um, like, arts, and, like, yeah. And how old are you? Eight years old. Eight, Eight. and when did you start the program? Um, I did their summer camp, and Uh we, um different. Um, I do different things, like just hop yeah. around and do things. Well,
3: you things. have to start at a young age. <laughs> and um, what's your favorite performances that you guys have put out?
18: Um, today probably.
3: Today. And what was that about? Um, we did a poem
18: with these really cool bat he- helmets. Uh huh. Do you remember the poem? Um. Yes. Do you want to recite it for us? The, um. There were different parts with different people, so I don't remember everybody's part. Do you want to say your part? Yes. Okay, go ahead. Um, let's not speak of the conquering champions. And then I had um, under glittering stars and the sky blue.
3: And what do those lines say to you?
18: Um, so basically they say that... Um, that... Um, the real like champions that are imaginary, they're not mm-hmm. as cool as what you can be. That's cool, yeah, but you're
3: very smart, you're very smart. Thank you. And um, what do your parents think about you, and you doing this theater thing? Um, I think they like it for me,
18: because mm-hmm. they think um, I enjoy acting.
3: And I know you're only eight, but like, do you see yourself acting as a living? Um,
18: not as a living, mm-hmm. but um, I definitely would do it um, as a side part.
3: Mm-hmm. And as a young person, do you feel like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to ask you something, oh yeah, do you think it's important for like, kids to start off early when it comes to programs?
18: Yes, because then they can um, get an early start and it won't take so
3: long. She's very smart. You raised her right. Very smart. Very smart. Um. Dang.
18: <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Here, yeah, mic's not on. Have. Okay, yeah. Have you made, like, good memories during your program? Yes. What were, like, your favorite ones? Um, I remember with my friends, um, we used to laugh before our shows, and I just remember, like, going over my lines and.
3: That's, that's really nice that's really cool well thank you so much for Welcome stopping by thank you for having me um do you wanna tell them something a piece of advice something you want them to kind of like take away from this be yourself
13: where yes, she yes. said it okay awesome. do we
3: close it now now alright All right. so thank you guys so much for listening to the pop-up youth radio um I'm Camila I'm Melissa and I'm Jocelyn and this has been the pop-up youth radio at the Chicago YAS Fest 2018 and thank you for
0: listening and we're out hello it's me on social media like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or Tumblr at Yolokali, or visit at yolokaliartsreach.org for more.